Hello, hello, it's JR, and uh, I would normally, at this part of the show, be welcoming you to another episode of Three Things with JR. However, I have just been too busy and too tired and kind of a little under the weather to even record an episode of this show today, this week. Uh, I mean, there were there were times, there were several times when I sat down at the computer, started writing down some thoughts, some things to share with you, and really just sort of, you know, like a writer's block, and I mean, it, it just, there was nothing, no, nothing really came out of it, so uh, I decided to uh, to just let my voice rest a little bit, you can maybe even hear that it's not exactly, you know, fully 100% JR voice, although some people think it sounds even cooler, deeper, throatier than normal, but... Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's good for the podcast to be recording one with this voice. So uh, that's why I'm not doing an episode of Three Things with Jr. this week. Um, uh, let's see. I'm going through some things. Uh, I, because I've been a little uh, under the weather, a bit sniffly and coughing and stuff uh, for the past week or so. Uh, I thought maybe uh, maybe time to make some changes. Uh, Every I noticed that every single time I would pop open a can of Mountain Dew and start to drink it, it just it just wasn't tasting right. It was weird. That's not normal for me to not enjoy every sip of Mountain Dew. Uh, but uh, if it's not going to taste good, why am I still drinking it? And for a little while there, I was still pounding them down or at least trying to, but not really enjoying my Mountain Dew. So uh, I've got one left. I'm weaning myself off of the Mountain Dew. I have kicked Mountain Dew from my diet before uh, with wonderful results. Uh, and so I get it. I understand. And then it's a weakness of mine. At some point, I start drinking it again, and I get back to drinking five or six Mountain Dews a day, uh, which is where I've been for the past couple of years. And now... Uh, I'm, I'm sick of it. So, uh, I have one left. I'm going to have it with dinner tonight. Uh, I've had one yesterday, one the day before, uh, and, uh, just to wean off of the caffeine slowly, as opposed to all at once. I have quit Mountain Dew cold Turkey before and that is rough. Uh, so I don't recommend that. So, uh, I'm trying to avoid, you know, the, the pounding headaches and the general uh, misery that comes with, you know, quitting so much caffeine so quickly. And uh, what I'm doing instead is the same thing I did the last time I, uh, I kicked Mountain Dew from the diet, um, which is to, uh, to get, get out one of my water bottles. I've got several water bottles. I love them. Uh, it's like a bicycle water bottle, except it's a heavier duty. It's a little, it's a little thicker. It's a little better. Uh, I get them from work. I've got about six or seven of them that I keep in circulation. I keep one at next to my bed and you keep one here at my desk. I keep one at work. I keep one or two in the car. I keep one or two in my disc golf bags. I've always got one of these ready to go. It's no shortage of water bottles. Uh, and so I'm going to keep drinking water. And, uh, as part of the weaning off of the Mountain Dew, I am, uh, squirting a little bit of Mio into my water so that it's nice and sweet and tasty. Uh, it's obviously not where I'm going to end up if this works, 
then uh, then I'll probably wean off of the Mio as well. Uh, but for now, this is a stopgap. This is how I'm getting from drink a shit ton of Mountain Dew every day to drink water all the time. Because uh, that's that's where I need to be. Uh, I'm at that point. So am I actually quitting Mountain Dew? This is not me promising you, the listener, that I am quitting Mountain Dew. This is me explaining to you Yet another factor in why I'm not recording an episode of Three Things with JR this week. So, uh, weaning off Mountain Dew is, does not necessarily make me happy. However, I feel like I feel like I might be able to do it this time. Uh, I'll let you know. Uh, you know, next week it's a it's a small things considered week, and then the week after that will be the next episode of Three Things with JR. And when I when I do actually finally record another episode of this show. I will let you know if I uh, went back to the do, if I am doing the do, or if I am not doing the do, uh, if I'm done doing the do, that would be good. Uh, that would be good for lots of reasons. And I, uh, I hope that is the case. Um, but I'm not promising that's the case. Uh, if I were actually doing this show uh, this week, then I would promise it. But this is, uh, this is not the show. So this is something else. I don't know what this is, but it's not a new episode of Three Things with JR. Um, another reason that I, uh, I get busy or sidetracked or distracted from uh, creating another episode of this show is that, uh, man, there's been some wonderful things to watch, and I've had plenty of time to watch them. Uh, I know I said I've been busy, and I have. Work has been busy, uh, crazy busy at work, and I've got uh, rehearsals for Little Shop of Horrors, and we had band rehearsal this week, uh, and and on top of that being sick, so I haven't felt like I've had a ton of free time. So when I do come home and I'm ready to sit down and not do much, I watch TV, and uh, there's a, been a bunch of great stuff. Uh, the new ep, the new season of Succession is uh is rocking it's two episodes in and uh two great episodes i will not be uh excited when that show's over um because it's so good i love how they just sort of show uh show how the other half lives and it's not the other half it's how the other 0.1 percent lives uh these rich billionaire assholes uh and and the entitlement and all of that stuff it's just grotesque and thoroughly entertaining uh gotta love it I also completely binged uh, the entire season of the show Shrinking on Apple TV. Uh, Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford, Ted McGinley, and several others. I don't remember their names, uh, but they are fantastic. Uh, this is a if you um, if you're looking for something good to watch, uh, go for it. Uh, it's very it's adult uh, adult language and themes all throughout. It's not for the kiddies. But uh, man, is it a good show. It seems like they really understand humanity incredibly well. And, uh, and it's also really, really funny. Um, so well written. And it takes place in Pasadena, California. Uh, and when I combine what I see on this show, which is all filmed on locations around Pasadena, uh, with what I remember seeing of California last August when I went out there for a, a vacation, it does make me want to live in California. Uh, I, I could easily see myself enjoying that life, living in that Pasadena area. Um, but uh, but I don't I don't think I can afford that. So maybe not. Um, but maybe someday. 
That'd be cool. Um, so Shrinking, check it out. It's on Apple TV Plus, uh, written uh, by Bill Bill Lawrence, I think is his name. He's got something to do with Ted Lasso and Brett Goldstein, who is also a writer on Ted Lasso and plays Roy Kent on Ted Lasso. He is the co-writer of Shrinking. Uh, so he is in large part responsible for the dark humor of this show. And I highly recommend it. Um, all 10 episodes. Oh, and by the way, Harrison Ford does not just like make a cameo. He's not just in a minute or two of each episode. He is integral to the story uh, and is uh, a big part of each show. Uh, and it's a uh, it's Harrison Ford like you're not used to seeing Harrison Ford. In fact, it's hard to rectify what you see of Harrison Ford on this show with the idea that there's a new Indiana Jones movie coming out. How can this man do both of those things? Uh, that's how talented Harrison Ford is. I, uh, I can't wait for the new Indiana Jones. And uh, and he was fantastic in shrinking. Um, so there. Oh, and when I'm not watching TV, uh, you know what? I have found uh, that TikTok is pretty fun to watch. Uh, I watch a ton of TikTok. Uh, my TikTok for you feed is full of comedians and food stuff, people preparing food. My favorite, though, is uh, Chef Reactions, where it's a chef watching people make food uh, and criticizing them in, in very uh, creative and fun ways. So if you're uh, if you're looking for a good TikToker to watch at Chef Reactions, um, anyway, I like watching TikTok. Uh, a few years ago, I was like, ah, TikTok, what's that? Pfft, it's for the kids. Uh, it's not for me, but uh, apparently it is. Apparently it is indeed for me. I haven't really put anything on TikTok. I did put one video of my granddaughter uh, saying some funny stuff uh, at my house like a year ago. That's the only thing I've ever put on TikTok, uh, and nobody seems to have found it. It doesn't have tons of views. It doesn't pop up in anybody's For You feed. So I don't understand how to make TikTok work for me, but uh, it's fun to watch. So there's that. Uh, I hope I feel better for this weekend uh, because the plan is to go see a band that I haven't seen in a long time uh, live in Fredericksburg, and I'm going to be meeting my good friend Darren there. Uh, and if all goes according to plan, we're going to ride our motorcycles to the Fredericksburg area, uh, maybe uh, you know, do a little riding around, maybe grab some food and then go to the show. Uh, probably don't want to drive home late at night on the bike. Uh, that's typically when uh, I hit deer. So uh, I'm going to if we do that, uh, we're going to probably grab a hotel room and then head back uh, on Sunday Um if we don't do the uh, the motorcycle thing, then uh, we might just meet there in a car and I'll drive home and all that. But the band, uh, the really the, what I wanted to tell you about is the band I'm going to check out uh, or see uh, is called Cowboy Mouth. Uh, they are a uh, rockin' band out of New Orleans. They've put out many albums, uh, but are mostly known for their very energetic live shows. Uh, they're, the band is anchored by two guys. Uh, I think one of them's name is John, but the main guy, the front man for Cowboy Mouth is named Fred, and uh, he's the drummer. What's what I first, when I first saw this band, I, uh, I couldn't believe my eyes. I went into this club, this small club in Harrisonburg, Virginia, years ago. It's probably 12 or 13 years ago at this point. 
uh, called Rocktown. The club isn't there anymore, but uh, I went there with Bobby and several others to see a band called Cross Canadian Ragweed, and uh, which we were really, really into. But the opening band was called Cowboy Mouth. I had never heard of them. Uh, but they put on one hell of a show. Um, what is intriguing was, you know how when they uh, when they set up two bands for a show, they'll have the regular band stuff sort of in the back, uh, and then the opening band stuff is set up in front of everybody. So I just thought the drummer's drum set was just sort of set out front and center on the stage because they were the opening act. No. That's where he likes to be. Um, He's the front man. He sings most of the songs. Uh, He's a multi-instrumentalist, which I have found out watching him on YouTube and such. For the most part, though, at these shows, he just plays the drums and he wails on them and he gets up from the drums and he stands on the drums and he uh, takes his drumsticks out and it hits a stop in a song. He'll throw a set of drumsticks out to the audience, grab another set and get right back into the groove. And he'll do that 30 or 40 times throughout a show. He throws out drumsticks like Rick Nielsen of Cheap Trick throws out guitar picks. Uh, I, I was able to score a complete set of Fred's drumsticks at that show that night, and I have been a Cowboy Mouth fan ever since. Uh, they, uh, they're, the, most of their songs are high-energy, loud, uh, fun songs. They do have some more ballady type stuff, uh, several breakup songs, which are kind of hilarious. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they're just a fun, fun time. And uh, I went to the, I went to see him again in, at the nine thirty club in DC with Darren years ago, he had stumbled upon cowboy mouth, uh, completely independently of me. And, uh, so we are both fans. Uh, Darren is my friend from high school growing up. I mean, we are, we're our best friends, uh, but we live two hours apart and, uh, and somehow we stumbled upon the same band and just love them. So we're going to, we're going to meet up, check out cowboy mouth and, uh, and then do whatever after that, uh, depends on if we drive or ride. Um, but anyway, that's the plan this weekend is uh, Cowboy Mouth. Uh, check them out. They're all over the streaming places. Uh, they've got YouTube videos. If you want to get an idea of just how wild Fred is uh, doing these live shows, it's called uh, the name of the band is Cowboy Mouth. Uh, so there you go. Um, oh, one little tag on the end of that story. When uh, when I saw Cowboy Mouth, I was so intrigued by the uh, the throwing of the drumsticks and all of that. Um that when my band at the time, Ice House Road, we played that same club about a year later. Uh, I, I couldn't have been more excited. It was like a dream or a goal to get uh, booked to play a show at that same club. Uh, and we did, Ice House Road, in its original um, uh, makeup. Uh, so this meant Dewey uh, on guitar uh, Charles Wyatt on bass, Bobby singing uh, and playing rhythm guitar, and of course me on the drums. Um, now, I wasn't so ballsy enough as to put myself front and center. I knew my place. I still do. Uh, so I was right in the back at the in the nook where the drums go at Rocktown. Uh, and, uh, but I, was, I kept looking as we were playing that night for the right opportunity to throw my drumsticks into the audience and grab another pair and keep drumming. Uh, I kind of, I really missed it though. I didn't, I didn't really do it during a song. It was sort of the end of the last song, a big, you know, big set ending, huge raucous song. Uh, and with a, when we, we used to close sets with a song called crazy Eddie's last hurrah. 
and uh, it's a it's a great song to finish a night with. And boy, it ended on a high note. The song was great. And to finish the song and sort of celebrate a wonderful night of music, I took my drumsticks and threw them up into the crowd. Uh, and uh, the song ended. And there wasn't, I mean, I say crowd. There was like 100 people there. Cowboy Mouth and Cross Canadian Ragweed probably had 2,000 people there. Um at least that's what it felt like. Uh, hundreds, hundreds at least. We had 100. Uh, and uh, so the floor wasn't uh, quite as jam-packed for us as it was for them. Uh, and the song ends, and there's, of course, people going, woohoo. Yeah, that was the level of applause and cheering we were getting, which was fine. Um, but uh, it, it really highlighted the sound of my drumsticks clickety clacking on the floor as they landed nowhere near anybody because people were at tables instead of up dancing and stuff uh and nobody seemed to really even notice i noticed that my drumsticks were bouncing around the floor and later i went out and got them and returned them to my drumstick bag um which was a little bit deflating uh so that's a little bit of a bittersweet end to that night however the sweet part is that I, uh, my band, nope, that no band gig of mine has ever made more money than that one band, uh, that, that one gig. We were told we would have to pay a couple hundred bucks for the sound man, but the guy at Rockdown was so happy that we had brought over, just over 100 people to the club uh, that he didn't charge us for the sound man, and we made over 800 bucks total as a band. Uh, and I don't, I can't think of any gig that has made us that much money uh, in one night since. So there you go. That's, uh, uh, ooh, gosh, that almost... That almost felt like an episode of Three Things with JR, um, but it wasn't because I'm really not doing an episode of Three Things with JR this week. I'm too tired. I'm too sick. I'm too busy. Um, so uh, so that's it. I think the show's over. Whatever this is, is over. Uh, I'm going to go watch TV uh, and eat some food and uh, blow my nose and cough up a lung and um, not drink Mountain Dew and maybe watch some TikTok. Peace out. See you next week with Gary when we do another episode of Small Things Considered.